listening to Marketing in Your Car with Russell Brunson, the best podcast to help you easily launch and grow your own online business. So grab the wheel, get in gear, and market in your car. In your car, it's a proven technique. In your car, every week. In your car, make the perfect plan. Let's get you equipped. Give you the tips to market in the fast lane. Take that trip. Good morning, everyone. This is Russell Brunson again from the Dotcom Secrets Marketing in Your Car podcast. And um, for me, it's just the weekend just ended, and I will hope everyone had a great weekend. Um, I am actually rebelling from winter today and wearing shorts to work, so I am excited. Anyway, um, I want to talk about something just kind of, I mean, not on topic, off topic, but something that's my mind a lot. So for um, we had Easter break this weekend, so we, my family and I went down to um, to to where my my wife's parents live, and it's interesting. Like we live in Boise, Idaho, which isn't a huge town, but it's a, it's a good sized town. We drove down two and a half hours to a city called Burley, which is where my uh, wife's family is from, and it's a, it's a lot smaller town. And then from there, we drove out to um, a smaller city called Alpine, which has like 500 people. And then from there, we drove out to this site, this city called Almo, which I think has like eight people in the whole city. And that's not really exaggerating at all, like literally eight people. And I just had some interesting thoughts along the way. So first off, we're driving down to Burley. And on the freeway, on the side of the freeway, there's, there's this hill. I've seen this every every time we drive by, and I've always wondered what it is. But it's this huge hill. Um... But like strangely huge like also it looks like something just popped up in the middle of nowhere and they have these two huge water slides coming off one side and a zip line comes off the other side and so on the side of the freeway in the middle of nowhere there's no city within 15 miles from there and it's just this random weird thing and I keep thinking like what is that and I always want to like stop and go water sliding down it but you've never seen anyone there it's just kind of this random thing and so uh, that was the first thing we saw. And then we go out to Almo, which, again, is this little podunk city, literally population eight or nine. And we're driving out there, and all of a sudden, um, there's this huge, uh, like, hotel place. And that's where we stayed at. And um, we, we, we called every night for an entire week before someone answered the phone. Uh, we were driving down there, literally, and finally somebody answered the phone. And like, oh, yeah, we got tons of rooms. Come stay. So come and stay in this place. We're the only people staying here. There's nobody else. And um, and it's just interesting. <laughs> like, and so anyway, my, my brother-in-law was down there with us. We were hanging out with him. And he works, uh, his family owns one of the, the local banks. And he told me that, that both of those projects, the, the big, huge hill in the, in, on the side of the, of the road, um, that uh, the people that had had that idea came in and tried to finance it with them, and they tore, they turned them down because they said, "Look, nobody is going to go to a, a random water slide on the side of the freeway where there's no exits close, there's no city." And they turned the guy down. The guy anyway was all excited and it was so passionate. He knew it'd be huge, so he went and borrowed money from his friends and family, uh, built up this huge water slide thing, and apparently it went bankrupt because nobody can even get to it. Like it's literally there, there's not an exit close to it. I don't know how you even get to it. Okay, and then this other one was this little, this little, um, like hotel in the middle of the desert that uh, these are the, uh, the bank actually did finance that one. And there's probably I don't know 20 rooms or so. There's more rooms in this hotel than there are um, people in the city. And it's not like there's a tourist spot close. Like, and, and uh, it just got me really thinking, like, 
like so many times we get passionate about an idea, right? And we think it's the greatest thing in the world. And so we go, we dump all this money and time and effort into something when there's no, there's nobody around. Um, you know, in, in the real estate days, they always say that the most important thing about real estate is location, 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 right? I remember hearing that from my dad when I was a kid. Um, now, obviously, for this, these guys built a, a water slide hill on the side of the freeway. Horrible location. Nobody shows up bankrupt, right? Then they went and they, these other guys found a, this little city population eight and decided it'd be a great spot for hotels. Spent probably a million bucks building this hotel. And guess what? Nobody shows up. Location, 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 right? And so, um, how does that relate to you guys, okay? Um, when we used to do our big high-end seminars, for those, uh, some of you guys listening probably came to them. We used to do these seminars that we would charge between five dollars and $10,000 for. People would come to our offices and boys, and we spend three days working on their business. And I would say half of the time, if not more, people would come to these businesses that they weren't business, like, they, there was no market. They were just coming because, like, one guy I still remember vividly, like, I felt bad for the guy. He spent ten grand to come. And uh, I tried to talk him out of it, but he kept telling me, I want to create a, a product to sell to the Boy Scout leaders because there's X amount of Boy Scout leaders across America, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, nobody else is tapping into this market. And I said, the reason why no one taps into it is because there's not a market there. Um, Boy Scout leaders usually aren't really getting paid for that. They're volunteer. They're not going to spend their own hard-earned money to go and buy more stuff to learn how to become a better Scout master. Like, unfortunately, I wish they would. Um, but they just don't. It doesn't really go hand-in-hand. Hand. And, um, and so the way I kind of look at this is Real estate world is location, location, right? In our world, it's you got to find a hot market ahead of time. And I luckily learned this lesson early on when I was, um, um, I bought a product from Frank Kern and Ed Dale called the Underachiever Method. In fact, uh, two years ago, I actually bought that whole company, that brand from them because I was so passionate about it. I still am. And we're going to be publishing that as a book and a bunch of other really cool stuff here in the near future. But one of the, the core things they taught in the Underachiever Secrets or Underachiever Method was um, there's basically three steps. Step number one is find a hot market. Step number two, ask them what they want. Step number three is give it to them. And um, so many of us go around and we do it backwards where we have an idea for a product. We go and create the product. We spend time and energy and money and effort creating the product. And then we go and we try to sell it. And 90% of the time, there's no market there. Um, and so my business, we've been really um, trying to to reverse engineer, go the other way and find the hot market first, find out what they want and then create it. That's kind of how we found our diabetic supplement. We went out there, I mean, I don't know anything about diabetes. And in fact, ours is like a, uh, a niche within diabetes, it's neuropathy. And I don't know anything about neuropathy, but we were able to find that there's a market there, people were buying stuff. Um, and so we went and, and we found out what they wanted. They wanted a natural supplement and so boom, we created it. Okay, so we did, we did it the, the correct way. Find a hot market, ask them what they want and then give it to them as opposed to what most of us do is have a product idea, create it, and then go try to shove it down people's throats. Um, and for people that are doing that, you're just like that dude on the side of the road with this huge water slide and nobody's around, okay? Um, it's important to sell stuff you're passionate about, but don't, that's not the first step. The first step is find that market, find what they're, find the group of rabid, hungry buyers first. And after you found it, then again, it's not like now you go create something. Now find out what they want, ask them questions, if, you know, get your, if, if you can find that existing traffic stream, you can put up, we used to call them flycatcher pages, where you put up a little page and just say, what's your number one question about this topic? Or what's the most important thing, you know, what's the number one thing you're trying to do to, or do you number one struggle with your diabetes, or you know, whatever it might be, and you ask people that, they let you know, and then you create the product. And um, just like real estate, it's location, location, location. In the internet marketing world, it's, it's find a hot market. The market, the market, the market. And so I just want to encourage you guys that wherever you are in your path right now, um, if you haven't started yet, make sure that you're doing it the right way. Find the hot market first. If you already have a business and you're trying to grow it, um, 
go out there and start looking for those markets, okay? Go and find the place that there's already people at and set up shop there, okay? Another thing, we were, we were in, uh, in Albion, and these guys were building this beautiful bed and breakfast out in Albion, Idaho, population, again, 300 or something like that. And I was like, why? You've got to spend the same amount of money building a bed and breakfast in Albion as you would in Boise. Why wouldn't you build in Boise where people are actually, you know, people are actually at and people are visiting and traveling to? Um, I think the only tr- visitors to Albion each year are my wife and I because we have family there. But most people aren't going to Albion. It's going to be very difficult to, to keep that bed and breakfast, keep it busy all year round. Uh, but for whatever reason, people, they, they fall in so in love with the idea or they fall in love with the location that they, they do crazy things that just don't make sense logically from a business standpoint. And for you, I want you guys to be thinking logically. I don't want you to fall in love with the product. You fall in love with the market because you know there's so much traffic and so much business and so many people there. And if you do that, then you're going to be fine. But if you go about the other way around and you you spend all your effort building the most perfect product in the world and hope that there's a market later, um, you're going to be sorely disappointed when you find out that you've spent a lot of time and a lot of energy. So that is my rant for today. I am now at my office. I'm going to have a, a really exciting day planned for today. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this and I hope that you got some value out of it. And we will talk to you guys all soon.